Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about CIA retrieves UFOs. That's correct. CIA retrieves UFOs. At least that's what's being said. We'll talk about it. You decide. Now, this first article comes to us from News18.com. It says CIA's secret unit conducted UFO retrieval missions on nine global crash sites. Explosive report claims. And they got a picture of a flying saucer here and below it it says a secret CIA unit known as the Office of Global Access OGA has retrieved several crashed UFOs worldwide UK based Daily Mail reported based on information from multiple anonymous sources these insiders claim that at least nine non-human craft have been recovered some damaged from crashes and two remarkably intact in a secret operation spanning decades. The OGA, operating under the CIA's Science and Technology Directorate, reportedly played a pivotal role since 2003 in managing these top-secret missions, the report said. This comes amid growing evidence suggesting the U.S. government may possess advanced non-human technology. Well, one thing's for certain, if they possess it, they're not sharing it. We are not alone, it says David Grush, a former U.S. intelligence officer who has testified before Congress supporting these claims, has reconfirmed it in a recent podcast with Joe Rogan. Quote, the answer is we are not alone, and I know that with 100% certainty, which as an intel officer, you must never say 100%, but all things pointed toward that. Based on the people I talk to, like Harry Reid, that's the... Uh, late ex-Senator Majority Leader, and I use him as an example, but I talk to the highest of the high people you can possibly talk to if you catch my drift, unless all of them are lying and covering up something else, he said. Well, they could all be lying. I mean, we have a lot of conspiracies in this country. David Grush on Joe Rogan, We Are Not Alone. I know that with 100% certainty, I talk to the highest of the high people you could possibly talk to if you catch my drift. The phenomenon is real. It's been, it's been going on for thousands of years, and then that's the tweet. It goes on down here. It says, back in July, U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer sponsored a bill advocating disclosure of recovered technologies of unknown origin and biological evidence of non-human intelligence, which passed the Senate. Insiders shed light to Daily Mail on the OGA's role describing a system capable of detecting cloaked UFOs. The report states that special military units are allegedly dispatched to salvage wreckage if these crafts land, crash, or are brought down. The OGA specializes in facilitating secretive global access, allowing the military to navigate restricted areas, including those behind enemy lines. Well, you have to wonder what happened to the three that were shot down in February of this year. And then it goes on, it says, while most OGA operations involve conventional retrieval missions like nuclear weapons or downed satellites, some allegedly involved UFO retrieval. The actual physical retrieval is by the military, but it's not kept under military control because they have to keep too many records. So they start moving it out fairly quickly into private hands, one source told the UK publication. Documents from 2016 reveal the OGA as one of 56 CIA offices with its chief and deputy among the agency's top officials, according to the report. A 2015 CIA chart places OGA within the science and technology wing, established in 2003. And then it goes on down here a little further. It says, former OGA 
Deputy Director Doug Wolf linked to strategic access programs initiated the office as per the report. OGA reportedly coordinates with Special Operations Forces and Nuclear Experts for UFO Retrieval, despite some denial from U.S. agencies like the Nuclear Emergency Support Team, NEST. Insiders insist on the involvement of these entities. Well, you can just see this whole... Uh, just, I think nest is a good word, this nest of deep state actors uh, competing for power, competing for access to these UFO crashes, whatever it is it seems like, and we're just getting a tiny glimpse into what might be happening. Now it says, notably, the report highlights the compartmentalization of information suggesting many involved may not realize they deal with non-human craft. U.S. whistleblower David Grush drew parallels with the Manhattan Project where engineers were unaware they worked on the atomic bombs components. Harry Reid, former Senate Majority Leader, indicated Lockheed Martin's involvement in holding potential alien wreckage while setting up a UFO investigative office in 2008. Reid faced obstacles assessing alleged programs. Well, it goes back to being on that need-to-know thing. The problem with the program that Reid set up in 2008, and I believe he's talking about ATEP here, was the involvement, I think, with Bob Bigelow and the Skinwalker Ranch, uh, kind of a, a lot of woo-woo science and, uh, you know, a few million dollars being passed around. I think it was a couple million dollars to start off or maybe it was six million. I don't remember. But just doing this stuff piecemeal is not the way to do it. In July, the U.S. Senate voted for Schumer's bill aiming to create a review board with presidential level powers for disclosing recovered technologies. If passed in the House of Representatives, it will be added as an amendment to the annual military spending bill for 2024. The American public has a right to learn about technologies of unknown origins, non-human intelligence, and unexplainable phenomena, Schumer said in July with a press release announcing the amendment. Look, they have a black budget. The Defense Department has a huge black budget. Now, currently, they're unable to count for, I don't know, billions of dollars that's been spent. Uh, we don't know where. I don't imagine you're going to get disclosure on UFOs if you can't even get disclosure on their budget. Now, I'll take a look at one more article here. We're talking about this uh, this claim that the UF, that UFOs crashes are being investigated by the CIA. Uh, this is from the DailyMail.co.uk exclusive. CIA's secret office has conducted UFO retrieval missions on at least nine crash sites around the world, whistleblowers reveal. The Office of Global Access says OGA, a wing of the CIA, has played a central role in collecting alien spacecraft since 2003, sources tell DailyMail.com. At least nine non-human craft have been recovered by the U.S. government, some wrecked from a crash and two completely intact. The CIA has a system in place that can discern UFOs while they're still cloaked and special military units are sent to salvage the wreckage, sources said. Well, why are these things wreck it, wrecking? Are we shitting them down? I mean, what's this, how, why is the CIA even involved in this stuff? And this article is by Josh Boswell and Chris Sharp, and it says, and Matt Ford for DailyMail.com, published uh, November 28, 2023. A secretive CIA office has been coordinating the retrieval of crashed UFOs around the world for decades, multiple sources told DailyMail.com. One source said that at least nine apparent non-human craft have been recovered by the U.S. government some wrecked from a crash, and two completely intact. Three sources briefed on those alleged top-secret operations told DailyMail.com that the Office of Global Access, or OGA, 
a wing of the Central Intelligence Agency Science and Technology Directorate, has played a central role since 2003 in orchestrating the collection of what could be alien spacecraft. The three sources who spoke on condition of anonymity to avoid reprisals have all been briefed by individuals involved in those alleged UFO retrieval missions. Though the shocking claims sound like they come from a science fiction novel, they are a part of a growing body of evidence suggesting the U.S. government could indeed be hiding advanced vehicles that are not made by humans. Is it the U.S. government or is it some deep state organization, some apparatus you know, that's contained within the U.S. government. Now, it goes on down here a little bit. It says, the same month that same, the same month, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer sponsored an extraordinary bill to allow disclosure for recovered technologies of unknown origin and biological evidence of non-human intelligence, which has now passed in the Senate. Sources who spoke to DailyMail.com shed light on how the CIA has allegedly coordinated the secret recovery and storage of these alleged crashed or landed UFOs. There's at least nine vehicles. There were different circumstances for different ones. One source briefed by UFO program insiders told DailyMail.com. It has to do with the physical condition they're in. If it crashes, there's a lot of damage done. Others, two of them, are completely intact. The source said that the CIA has a system in place that can discern UFOs while they're still cloaked, and that if the non-human craft landed, crashed, or are brought down to Earth, special military units are set to try to salvage the wreckage. Another source with knowledge of the OGA's rule said that they specialize in allowing the U.S. military to secretly access areas around the world where they would usually be denied, for example, behind enemy lines. So are they paying people off? I mean, you have to wonder what's going on here. They are basically a facilitator for people to get in and out of countries, the source said. They are very clever at being able to get anywhere in the world they want to. Well, maybe this would explain where some of this unaccounted uh, for money has been going to in the Defense Department. Multiple sources briefed on OGA's activities told DailyMail.com that most of its operations involved more conventional retrieval missions such as stray nuclear weapons, downed satellites, or adversaries technology. Now, stray nuclear weapons, that should make you sleep well at night. But they claimed some missions coordinated by the OGA have involved retrieval of UFOs. The task at hand is simply to get into custody and protect the secrecy of it, one source said. The actual physical retrieval is by the military, but it's not kept under military control because they have to keep too many records, so they start moving it out fairly quickly into private hands. There you go. This is something I've talked about in the podcast many times about these non-governmental agencies being set up so that the Defense Department, or the CIA, the intelligence agencies, whoever, can move uh, whatever data, whatever evidence they have into the hands of these private corporations where they don't have to comply with FOIA. Now, that's deep state. Now, you might uh, argue about that, but the fact is that even if that's not deep state in uh, its physical sense of the word, it's deep state in practice. And if you think about it, and if you really think about it, and I know this will probably make some people angry, but that's actually a a fascist type of government. And that's where the government and uh, big business works together uh, to control the population. It's a very dangerous situation to have because all of a sudden then you have the government in charge of all the laws and the people that are in charge of the means of production are, are in collusion with the government, not being overseen by the government. Can you see the danger that presents? Just like this, 
We have no way of sending FOIA requests to these private companies. And that's what has always been my complaint about uh, some of these guys, even though they seem like nice guys, Bob Bigelow seems like a really cool dude. I mean, probably fun, a fun person to hang out with. But the, the way that that whole A-tip was set up, you know, where it benefited him, uh, you had certain players involved, you had Harry Reid involved, and used government money. This, even if it has the appearance of impropriety, it, we need to look at it. And, and this situation here where the CIA uh, is using their intelligence to help the military and recover down craft, supposedly, and then turn those down craft over to companies, you know, in, into private corporations' hands to where some private company has a hold of it. Now there's no accountability from the government, no accountability for the taxpayer. See what I'm saying? This is, a, this is the worst possible situation to have. And it truly is a deep state apparatus because it's out of the control of the voter, of the citizen. Now it goes on and says, multiple sources briefed on the OGA's activities told DailyMail.com that most of its operations involve more conventional retrieval missions. We talked about that. It says the task at hand is simply to get it, get it into custody and protect the secrecy of it. Yes, they absolutely want to protect the secrecy. They don't want records. They want all this stuff done off the books. Documents published by the National Archives and Records Administration, NARA, in December of 2016 show that the OGA was one of 56 offices in the CIA with its chief and deputy making up two of a total of 286 director-level officials in the spy agencies. How many of these guys do we need? An unclassified organizational chart published by the CIA in October 2015 lists the OGA among nine offices in the science and technology wing of the agency. Late CIA expert Jeffrey Rickelson wrote in a 2016 book on the agency that OGA was established in 2003 and cited and cited a CIA description that it integrates analysis, technology, and tradecraft to it to attack the most difficult targets and to provide worldwide collection capability. I guess that definition is not too broad, is it? And then it goes on here to have some more uh, legal documents that they reference and such. Really wild stuff. A 255-word biography of former OGA Deputy Director Doug Wolf, published by Aerospace Conference in 2017, says that he help start the Office of Global Access. Wolf's bio critically adds that he was responsible for leading and managing strategic unwarranted access programs that deliver intelligence from the most challenging denied areas and served as program manager with responsibility for the end-to-end -end system acquisition of an innovative new source and method for the IC, that's intelligence community. Two sources told DailyMail.com that OGA coordinates with spatial operation forces such as SEAL teams or Delta Force under the Pentagon's Joint Spatial Operations Command or nuclear weapons experts such as a nuclear emergency support team to collect the crashed or landed crafts. See, they're compartmentalizing all this stuff. But another source who has briefed members of Congress on alleged crash retrievals said that NEST had not been involved in any of these operations. How would you know? A spokesman for the agency also denied involvement. NEST personnel encounter materials of, from unknown origins on a regular basis, a spokesman said. In fact, one of NEST's mission is to help determine the origin of nuclear material interdicted outside of regulatory control or used in a nuclear device. During its operations, NEST has been has never encountered any material related to UAP. 
Yeah, like they're going to tell you. In a written statement, a JSOC spokesperson told DailyMail.com, we have nothing for you on this. Well, nothing to see here, huh? A former SEAL team member told DailyMail.com that they had been on operations coordinated by the CIA to retrieve high-value stray enemy weapons and that they knew of colleagues who had been on similar operations when they recovered technology that appeared highly advanced, though not necessarily out of this world. Absolutely, that happens, the ex-SEAL said. Even ordnance or a weapon that we've never seen, we recover and bring it back. One source said that an Air Force Special Operation Command's 24th Special Tactics Squadron based at Pope Field Army Air Base in North Carolina has also been involved in securing areas for UFO crash retrievals. Sources said the CIA office then often hands the wreckage or material over to private aerospace contractors for analysis where it is not subject to rigorous government audits and can be shielded with protections for trade secrets. So do you see what they're doing here? They're giving this to their friends or maybe future employers in the private sector. And then it says where it is not subject to rigorous government audits. In other words, nobody knows about it and can be shielded with protections for trade secrets. So are you protecting the trade secrets of the people who are trying to reverse engineer it? Or are you protecting the future patents for the people who are going to patent this stuff and make money off it in the future? That is deep state right there. They do this, they use taxpayer dollars to do stuff in secret. And then these guys who've had these long careers or maybe short careers in the intelligence agencies and the defense agencies and all this and that, they could hypothetically do a big favor, say, where they give a UFO to one of these giant defense companies. And then guess what? Time to pay the favor back. They get out of their job, they retire, and they go directly to work right through the revolving door for one of these big aerospace companies, draw a big check. Next thing you know, they're on television, part of the UFO mafia, telling us about UFOs, you know, tell us that they know all the secrets. Someday we'll find out. And meanwhile, they're making money hand over fist. This, that's the potential for this stuff. This is, this is totally unethical the way this is being handled, I think. The CIA is the portfolio manager or owner of the UAP, Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Crash Retrieval Operation 1 source who has shared their information with Congress told dailymail.com. So what, the CIA gets to run in and they're just like, hey, we're here, we found the UFO crash, so we own it? I mean, come on. The Department of Energy National Labs are materials analysis contractors whenever they recovered radioisotopes are involved, but not always just radioisotope materials. The aerospace defense industry are also contractors that specifically do not handle any recovered radioisotopes but they handle other non-radioactive material and intact craft. So in other words, they're disassembling this stuff. They're taking, they're finding these crafts, they're disassembling it, they're, they're parting it out to these different private companies, making sure that you're never gonna be able to get access to the information. And meanwhile, as a reverse engineer, they're able to enrich themselves off of it. So socialize the cost, privatize the profits. Where have we seen that before? Socialize the cost, that's the retrievals and the cleanups, privatize the profits. And that's all the cool stuff you sell when you reverse engineer this stuff. In an interview on Wednesday with podcaster Joe Rogan, whistleblower David Grush gave an example of engineers in the Manhattan Project of the 1940s not realizing they were working on fuses for the atom, for the atom bomb that would eventually be dropped on Japan. The government can and often does, I believe, create an entire conspiracy to, to cover things up. 
And then the Manhattan Project was a great example of that. So when people call you a conspiracy theorist because you think that UFOs might be real and that the government is covering up, you don't have to look back that far to see that, you know, yes, our government has engaged in conspiracies over time and recognizing that conspiracy is a fact does not make you a conspiracy theorist. Now I'll finish up here. It says, uh, Earlier this year, Senate Committee Ranking Member Marco Rubio told TV News Nation that he had spoken to some of these first-hand program insiders who allegedly worked to glean new technology from potentially alien captured craft. There are people that have come forward to share information with our committee over the last couple of years, Rubio said in the June 26th interview. Some of these people still work in the government. A lot of them are very fearful, fearful for their jobs, fearful, fearful for their clearances, fearful for their career some of them are fearful some of them are fearful of harm coming to them most of these people at some point or maybe even currently have held very high clearances and high positions within our government some of these claims are things that are beyond the realm of what any of us have ever dealt with if it's even partially true then somebody's broken the law there's been some violations because these things have to be disclosed to congress well, there you go. How are they being disclosed to Congress? If the system is already set up in place where the CIA does the crash retrieval with the aid of the military, and then uh, they send all that information to private companies where, where all the findings are kept off books, where taxpayers have no access uh, to the profits driven from the discoveries as these things are reverse engineered. So they're getting you coming and going. And while Marco Rubio is completely correct in his statement, I don't have a lot of hope for things changing anytime soon. Hope I'm wrong. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. <laughs>